Nightmares podcast. This is Marshall. This is Laura. And uh, this time we watched The Tall Man from 2012. This is Pascal Bogier. Uh His subsequent movie to Martyrs. So the movie he made after Martyrs. Four years in between. Uh, 2012. Uh, wrote and directed both. And we'll do a synopsis. There's a tall man. Uh, <laughs> when her child goes missing, a mother looks to unravel the legend of the tall man, an entity who allegedly abducts children. And... Well, I pulled together a list. And... Laura chose from that list. Are you happy with your choice? Um, I mean, I'm glad we saw it. There was a lot I didn't like about it. But I'm glad we saw it. Because, I mean, it was his movie after Martyrs. That's super exciting because I think Martyrs was exceptional. And so that was like a super high bar. Um, I generally speaking don't feel that this lived up to that. So it's not what I hoped it would be, but I'm glad we saw it. I was very skeptical. I, 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 was I, I put myself in the position of being prepared not to expect martyrs. But, I mean, like, was that based on stuff you looked at? Like, no, did you, I, just because it was good and you didn't want to. I, I just because martyrs is such an exceptional film. But I mean, shouldn't that mean that whoever did it like has the potential? I think there was potential here. I feel like there's some like deep psychological outlook on the world or something that's being evidenced by this conversation. Like it was good, so I like prepared myself in advance to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, I just didn't never. I just didn't expect another martyrs. Even the, even the people who I absolutely love, you know, don't always. Yeah, yeah. Especially back to back, make. Yeah. Uh, uh, extraordinary films, or if they do, I was thinking about Alexander Asia, Alejandro Asia, however you say it, who made High Tension, Halt Tension, and I liked a lot. I thought it was exceptional, and then Mirrors, which I thought was reasonably good. It was good, and then he, I, I really, I loved his his Piranha remake and then he made something oh and he made the hills have eyes remake which i actually thought was also really good so he made a few in a row that i thought were really good and i haven't watched the most recent two so i oh. that doesn't Help my argument at all. Uh, <laughs> make, you can't make a series of great movies. 
don't know, Tommy Hooper made Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then made a bunch of... Yeah, well, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it was. I was going to say it wasn't a Martyrs. Martyrs, it was so good about Martyrs. Oh, there's so many things that were so good about Martyrs. What, we're going to spend this whole conversation well, we talking about, about Martyrs. Let's talk about what's wonderful about Martyrs. <laughs> just forget about this movie we just saw. No, that's not, that's not fair, because I would like to talk about this movie. I think, yeah. I think it's worthy of conversation, if for no other reason than the fact that whoever did Martyrs did it. Um, so we should not get off on a tangent about why Martyrs did no, we um, should not get on right. a tangent. You can listen to our modern mo- martyrs <laughs> right. episode. Presumably, you can listen to our martyrs episode at some point when we get it right. produced and up. Right. All right. All right. So this movie, um, I'm tempted to just complain about like six things. And I don't know what the right place away. to start. You know. Complain away. It it started off. There were so many tropes that I just got so bored by the tropes, like. I just didn't, it's like there was a chase scene, and I hate chase scenes in movies in general, so like that's always a problem, but like, because like the plot doesn't advance during the chase, it's just like, oh, they're being chased, and so I'm just like ready for that to get over with in general. It's okay if you have like a little one, because you kind of need it, but like, to have done that seven minutes into the movie or what, I mean, it was like, it had barely started, and then it was like a chase scene, and it was just all so standard, you know, and then like so much of that, and I didn't even feel like they had cultivated enough compassion for this character that I really cared if she got, you know, whatever, like, she's hunting through the woods, like, everybody in every other horror movie ever, and, like, I don't even care, and it just, it just went on forever, and it wasn't until, you know, they're in the diner or whatever, and she sees the picture of the kid, and then she comes back out, and it's like, you know, like, oh, okay, wait, they're doing something else is happening here, like, like, there's something going on, and by then I thought, they've wasted so much time getting to this point, even if it, part of me thought at that point, like, maybe it's going to be really good, maybe it's going to turn around and I'm going to like it. But even if I do, I'm still going to be bothered by the fact that it took them just so much, just rote drudgery to get there. That that whole beginning, if it was going to be uninteresting, and if that was sort of on purpose, I think it could have been a quarter as long. There, you know, it's just, I just don't think you needed that much of that. I guess that's complaint number one. <laughs> that's only number one? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought there were like two or three complaints in there. Oh, well, maybe. It's okay. <laughs> I agree with you. I was... Really surprised at how I'm gonna try and talk at your volume. Uh, I was really surprised at how rote it was, and I was sort of baffled, as you say, up until uh, where where was it? The diner is the first turning point. Yeah. And it, it, I was at I was really close to just being like, oh god, this is okay. So this is what we're gonna watch. It's just like a know like scary guy kidnaps kids children in the corn anyway yeah and so yeah but he did at least turn the corner at that point uh-huh. uh, I mean <laughs> yeah and I sort of thought you would appreciate the fact that that it was a movie that in some ways continued instead of ended. Many movies would have just done that, and instead of just doing that, it did like two more things. You know, and I can't remember exactly how you say it, but you have argued or you say, you know, I like movies that start where others would end and explore it. And uh, so I, thought, I kind of thought you would appreciate that. 
I do think I agree with you. We we didn't have enough character development. We didn't have any any reason to really care. It, it was they he really banked. He really banked on uh, us just caring because it was a mother and kid. And that was like, okay, that's all you need to know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem to get along. It's a mother and kid who are, she's really trying to do the right thing in a poor, broken town. And that's enough for us to like sort of root for her and the kid and, and care. I was never sold on how, on the bleakness of the, of the town. I, I was exactly going to say that, that it was, it seemed, the characters I feel like were poorly developed and that they were just all kind of the same in a weird way, like, nobody had any distinguishing personality traits or anything, really, there's a girl who didn't talk, but that's not, it's like everybody, I don't know, just seemed. It's just what, did you, did you see Winner's Bone? Yes. Yeah. That shit felt bleak. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. felt like bleak and depressing and like crushing. I don't know exactly how they accomplished it. I was thinking maybe it was part of the music, but there was something about you know the other the, it, one of the details that really stood out to me was when they had the like I don't know whatever it had been turned into a bulletin board and they had all the wanted yeah, yeah. kid posters, and it was just very it was like tiled, mm-hmm. and I was like. Okay, I understand you don't want to like put up your my kid's missing on top of another person's yeah. <laughs> kid's missing poster. <laughs> I appreciate that, but it was like just too perfect. It just it was like gridded and I was just I don't know, but I, anyway, that's what I was thinking about was winter winter's bone felt bleak, felt, felt crushing. I, I don't know why, and this was just a little bit too pretty. And then I noticed that again in the prison. Like the or yeah, prison or yeah, hospital yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was immaculate. It was just immaculate. And maybe there was some of that in contracts. And I, I think the I, I think the person who would do that would be the production designer, right? It's not who who does yeah. that, like creates the feel of the film. And I think that was a problem because I think the town needed to feel I think the town and the characters. Because the characters well, really didn't together. feel... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't desperate. Just, desperate. Yeah, and, and like they didn't... It didn't seem like any one of them couldn't have... I mean, contextually, yes, they were like supposed stuck in this town where there were probably no opportunities and whatever. But it seemed like they were all really capable, competent. Nobody was like buried under the weight of some like sort of personal problem that was like making it hard for them to handle life. And, and I feel like part of the bleakness that they're probably trying to convey... You know, I mean, it, like why would you just take the kids, why not have some sort of program to help the parents? Like, it, you know, it wasn't like you were removing the kids from, I guess, households where they were somehow, like, in some state where they were never going to get anywhere. It was like, I don't know if it's exactly making sense, but, like, it's like the relationships weren't broken enough. Not only the yeah. parents with the kids, but the parents with other people. The it just, it wasn't, it didn't seem dysfunctional, really. It, and I feel like the argument they were kind of making was like, oh, it is, and it's better for the kids to take them out. I mean, if it's just a money thing, like, oh, they have nice things. But, you know, that was kind of the argument she was making. Like, they've got all the stuff they need in the room or whatever. But like you said, it didn't feel bleak in, in either a sort of visual reality of the town kind of way, nor did it seem bleak in like an interpersonal interaction kind of way. 
Not bleak enough. Everybody seemed kind of alright. <clears throat> yeah, and the voiceover didn't help that. The voiceover was like, oh, we just manage our own troubles, and yeah, yeah. we've got problems, but why don't we just sit? Nobody who's, I don't know. And I, I was wondering about that, too. I mean, Marcus was in French, right? Was it mm-hmm. subtitled? Yeah. So this pa- Pascal, I was like, what does he know about rural American poverty? Yeah. And it felt kind of like it was a, mm-hmm. this is what I've seen. Like, it didn't feel like he'd lived it. Well, you're at least like, like, these people are poor, so we're going to tell you they're poor. But there wasn't, like, it wasn't, it wasn't believable. You didn't feel like you were, you were sort of immersed into the community that was struggling, like, really. And like you said, like, really dysfunctional. Yeah. And especially, again, you know, he, I, you know, this Marcus can come up here and there. Or a director who we know can be extraordinarily bleak. And dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, okay, the, I mean, the, I mean, there was dysfunction, the guy, guy was abusive, but, I don't know, compared to, I wonder if the film would have been better without the voiceover. And I can imagine a Hollywood person mm-hmm. being like, alright, we're going to let you make a US film, and we're going to give you budget yeah. for a top tier star. Yeah. But we can't be having this abstract hard to follow story you've got to throw a voice over there and help it except I suppose that I mean there was some the, the big reveal was this girl who couldn't speak gets put in this new right ha- happy like you said wealthy yeah. situation and she does speak so maybe it wasn't integrated maybe it wasn't there I well and also the the earlier was the mother I guess the the mother of her little boy the actual yeah, mother of the right? she that wasn't a voiceover, but she basically like explained the entire first half of the movie to us in one paragraph. Solid like which was a terrible storytelling, I feel like. I mean just as a it felt like a voiceover. So I feel like it wasn't just the voiceover, it was like the what the voiceover was doing, which is the same thing she did, which is sort of this like, we're gonna tell you what's going on, but we're not gonna let you like see it or really believe it or feel it. We're just gonna kind of technically convey it to you. Yeah, my sophomore year of college, I think it was the first time I took 20th century novel. It was a guy who had done some writing, but he was the first one who, who I, I don't know, I gave him something to read, a short story or something I'd written. And he was, that's what he said, you have to show, not tell. Show, don't tell. That's always the rule. And I think that's exactly what you're speaking to. And I felt that same way when Jessica Biel was rambling on in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, all yeah, tell. Yeah. Right, right, right. In, instead of show. Um, and there's a little bit of that in Marcus, right? It's like, oh, but it, 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 was, it made more sense and it was context and it was like, and that's where I, I, I guess I was wondering about the voiceover, because I, I, at least through a lot of that, it could have been like that whole last voiceover. I don't know if we needed any of it other than, I guess this is the life I wanted. Right. Right. Uh, or this is the life I wanted. Right. 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 Or the rest of it was, uh, this yeah. is all over explaining. Yeah. 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 It... But I, I appreciated the ambition of the film. 
And I did appreciate the turn. Mm -hmm. Did not see it coming that she was the, I don't know, kidnapper. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, right, I was trying to think of a non-judgmental. Yeah, she kidnapped. And they kept me guessing a little little bit with that, with, I was like, oh, is she? Isn't she? Is this just some crazy lady who's telling? Mm -hmm. And then... And then the silent girl showing up and helping kidnapper lady. Yeah. That was also a surprise to me. Yeah. Something, something. I do feel like the film was, it was rushed. And then I, I don't think the music helped. It's just, I think that was part of it is, is maybe it was too ambitious. I mean, Marcus is like a two and a half, two and a hour and 15 minute, right? Two and a half hour. Is it? I, I think I, well, I, I, I do think it's long. If not, I still feel like maybe just the pacing of this would have helped, particularly in that first third, would have helped it feel bleak. So when you just kind of jump from, oh, here's some poverty, here's poverty, here's some poverty, it doesn't feel the same as like, mm-hmm. we are in it. Right. You know, and I think they do that in Winter's Bone, right? Where they, like, just track with her right. as she walks from, like, one shithole to, right, you know, right. shanty. Right. All the way up to wherever. And you get that feeling of, this isn't little pockets. This is just her world. There is no yeah. moving from one to another. It's just, you're always in it. Um, so I don't think that helps... I was not ever scared. No. Martyrs, I am totally scared. Yeah, and you know, there were some similarities. Or horrified, at least. With martyrs, and in terms of what it was maybe trying to say, a little bit. Like, I, I could see, because, I mean, there was the same sort of theme in martyrs, right? That what it ends up being kind of about, I guess, is that you've got these women that are being. But through really, really awful stuff and for the greater good. Or not even necessarily the greater good, but the good of this sort of slew of wealthy old people, right? And I don't remember the ending at the moment, like, super, super well, other than to say that they were, it was, I mean, they were, they were trying to find the answer to, like, what happens after we die, right? And that was sort of something along. It was, it yes. was to ease their own fears about their own mortality. These other people were sort of right. taking on... Isn't she, isn't that, doesn't she whisper something? Yeah, and then we had the, like, yeah. And then yeah. she goes out and doesn't tell them what she whispered? But, yeah, but, right, right, because I think they want to know what happened or whatever. And, okay. She, tell, she tells the woman, we're going to get into a big long thing about martyrs again. She tells the woman, and then the woman doesn't tell the people. Right. So you don't know if it's, like, she didn't oh, right. want to or it was bad or it was yes. just keeping it right. secret. okay. Like, but, which again is an excellent ending because it's interesting. But, whatever. It's people being, I know better than you, so I'm going to put you through this, whatever. Or even if I don't know better, like, it's going to suck for you, but it's kind of better for the rest of us and other people in the future who aren't you. So, like, you kind of take one for the team, I'm making that decision for you. Like, that was, in a way, kind of the theme of Martyrs. And then I feel like that was the same thing here. It's like, I know better than you, I'm going to... You know, yeah, it's going to be terrible for you to lose a child, but it's better for everybody else other than you, so just suck it up. We're going to, you know. And so that was, <laughs> yeah. that was interesting. I mean, that was like, okay, I can see kind of the relation between the two. It's not like, it's not like this wasn't anything like the movie that I liked so much. And I was afraid it was going to make me like Martyrs less. 
because I started thinking about all these questions about character development and like how I do feel like he just sat down and decided to like make a movie about X and said, okay, so people are poor and whatever, and then they just like tell you that. But it wasn't, I just never bought it. I didn't buy almost any of it, you know, like I didn't buy, I didn't buy either of the mothers emotionally, like their reactions, their, it was just all odd. It was like, it felt weirdly detached. It, was, it felt and, weirdly detached. Yeah. The whole. Yeah. And then murders, nobody really interacts. So like, was it, you know, I mean, not a lot. So like, there just wasn't much interpersonal interaction. So you didn't notice that laughing so much. But was it like the same thing? Just that's an interesting. She was in question. context where there wasn't. You don't. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't such a glaring mission in terms of the film accomplishing what it set out to accomplish. I don't know. It's it, it's interesting that it feels detached, but it doesn't feel bleak or bleak enough. Because there should be like I feel like there's a lot of overlap between detachment and. and I didn't feel like the characters were really experiencing what they were supposed to be experiencing. I mean, that even seemed weird right at the beginning when the mom's in the chase scene sort of situation. And I guess she is not the mom or whatever, so maybe something different was going through her head. But it's like, you don't seem to be behaving exactly like, like I feel like a mother who's like chasing down her kid exactly would be. Okay, but it's not her kid. Well, right. So maybe So she's worried. So she's chasing him down because she's worried about getting caught for all this, I suppose, right? Right. Which, right, which is different. Sort of, except that later she kind of does have an emotional investment in that. But, right. right. So maybe that's excusable. But then the other mom, when she, like, is in the woods and she finds her kid. And then, and then she has to go through this whole big monologue about, like, so I didn't want to go to the police because I don't trust the police because right. they only try to whatever. Which is, like, again, just I'm just going to spout out some reason. So I talked to this person and I talked to them and we set up this thing and I decided to do that. I went over there. Like, really? Yeah. I don't believe I think you see your kid through the window. What makes you think they're going to be there tomorrow? You go home? You You're right. right. You go crazy if you go like beat down the door or something. You don't go home, or you call anybody other than the police. Fine. You don't go home. You find a band of like all your friends. You get them over there in the next fifteen minutes. You go storm the door. Like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. I, that, that's just weird. Right. And then to have to sit there and explain to you this whole rationale for why she did what she did, like, I didn't buy it really. And then like when the whole town is sort of on board, it's like with what. Even that, I didn't buy their cohesion. It was just like, what? They're all just hanging. It just none of it, none of the interpersonal stuff worked. It was just told to us. The other thing about that, I agree. There wasn't the cohesion, and there was something happening with gender, right? Because the only that the mob was all men. Like the yeah. the main yeah. waitress woman who like cared for her. And I, I mean, the kidnapper, Julia, and her sister, her sister, who is the mother of the silent girl. Oh, yeah. Those are the only women in the whole movie. The other mom. Oh, and the other mom. Okay. So, waitress, Julia, Julia's sister. Which, uh, other mom, yeah. silent woman. Everybody else was men. So it was, I don't know, but that's something, something's interesting. Maybe, that didn't strike me as necessarily terribly unbalanced. And the, well, everybody's a mother. It's, well, my point was like, 
Okay, they're all sitting around. Where are the other fucking mothers in this town? Like they had yeah, right. However many dozen kids. Yeah, right. So I feel like that that either that had to be I just feel like that had to be intentional, or. And I I think there has to be some sort of commentary there. Oh, and then the older woman at the end who takes Mm -hmm. the. Oh yeah, yeah. Reminded me so much of the old woman yeah. and the martyrs. Sure. Like, I don't know if that was just a nod to himself. It could, <laughs> I, it could have been the same actress I like, or I actor. I thought it was, and I was like, I don't. Don't think it, so. It, that was exactly my first thought, but I almost think it might have just been a similar hairstyle. But I don't know. Yeah, what? there was something. There was something going on with that. The director's totally. It, oh, this person was great. This is a similar role. I could use a person it, again. Maybe, I know they were. Yeah. We work well together. Maybe, I, I feel like that'd be super weird to have them be the punctuating sort of old person at the end of the movie, though. It'd be a weird choice. But anyway, maybe it was, because I thought the exact same thing. Like, oh my god, it's martyrs again. <laughs> and you, you were talking about how, how this provoked all these questions at the end of Martyrs. It seemed like he was similarly trying to do that with the silent girl, like, oh, I guess this is what I wanted. Is it really question. what I wanted? It, true, yeah, but yeah. it was still... Yeah. Yes. Effort to Absolutely. leave something open. Absolutely. I mean, it was about something. For sure, right? I mean, obviously. It was like, because I think the question you were supposed to leave with was like, is this better for them or is it not? But that could be, first of all, if I were going to write that movie, oh my God, I would never get it written. Because I feel like that you would have to tread, so, like there's so many complicated social issues that you're tackling there. And to try to do justice to whatever argument that is, like that just sounds terrifying to me because I'd be afraid. I, I mean... Feels like a big responsibility to try to put to try to put a statement out to address those kinds of questions, and I feel like this was so surface and not convincing, and just would it be better if we stole the kids of all the poor people, really. And I, I felt like it was actually sort of posed as a legitimate question, which sounds like way too like Nazi-ish or something to me, you know? Like, and if you're gonna go there, if you're gonna try that, you just I don't think you just just throw it out there like that. Like, you know what I mean? I think that... that... Can you really make a, make a movie where you raise that question? First of all, I kept thinking that over and over. Like, is is the sort of premise of the question they're trying to raise just so horribly unethical that, like, I don't even feel like you should make a movie about that. Because it's just, because, I don't feel like you should make a movie that sort of justifies the question. Then I was thinking, well, wait, no, because we have, like, social policies and, and I think a lot of people whose opinions might sway in that direction anyway, so if you have that prevalent argument in society, like, that's not, sure, it's like a it's like a valid point to address, but then, like, holy crap, you better be thoughtful about how you're doing that, and it's just like, I don't think it was. Like, I feel like it, at the end, it's like, oh, am I better off or am I not? Like, what? Like, that's the question, right? You're supposed to leave being like, hmm, maybe it really is a good idea. With no, like, <laughs> I mean, really, right? As long as they're <laughs> young. Yeah, otherwise you gotta know. As long as they're young, we can take them. It's fine. If you wait too long, that they can remember, <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna have issues. <laughs> there really weren't any other questions raised, right? So that was what you were supposed to be pondering. Now, martyrs, you were pondering. I think really interesting things. Oh yeah, the martyrs. Oh yeah, really interesting questions. This I don't find to be a terribly interesting question. I mean, it's just it's you know. I would expect. I would expect the writer, the creator of Martyrs, and the creator of this, that if all these kids are going to get taken, that at some point there would have been, like, a battle royale, or, like, a, we're going to evaluate you all, and some of you are going to have to die. 
Because not everybody can get moved from a poor oh, family to like a wealthy family. At least you get that you could start getting into some more interesting questions. Not that I'm saying, not that I'm at all trying to report that this is like a reasonable thing to like consider. Well, some people get to be martyrs and some people don't. That's, you know, some kids get to be like good enough to be moved to the... And I think what, what is like striking me as more interesting about that is that then you'd be getting into some kind of social commentary on like the mindset of someone who would believe that that's a good idea and what sort of like hairs you have to split and like I feel like you could maybe that's it like assessing that mindset I think is interesting assessing it as just a valid viewpoint like hey should we sterilize everybody who's poor right it's just like no you don't it's not like it's 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 not that interesting because the answer is just no. Right. right? It, well, exactly. And I think the validity of of addressing that topic isn't like, should that happen? But it's like, there are, there's truth to the in the fact that like there are a lot of people I think that probably have thoughts and feelings in that direction. And so like you're drawing on a real sort of human like Nazism, right? There, there, there. That's an argument that has been made in many cases, or if not made, thought discreetly by people and whatever and and there's there's something interesting to that and there's something human i guess about that thought and so to assess the thought is one thing but to assess just the should we do it is not that's not to me that's not the interesting part because like you said the answer is just no i also would have i also would have expected <laughs> the cre- <laughs> genocide, <laughs> genocide. well right it's like and, what said, whatever it is and uh whatever that would be Childhood Darwinism. Yeah. Uh, whatever that would be is, yeah, not, obviously not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not, it, it, right. It's an obvious, it's an obvious no. So, but I would, I, so, but I do think that, again, I would expect creative martyrs to maybe the people who are taking these kids demand something from the kid. Like, we're not just going to take any slacker poor kid that comes down the pike we're gonna we're gonna demand a, a kid who and that would be maybe something more interesting what you know what why does money get to buy you yeah. uh I, I don't know just something I, I honestly just something more brutal maybe he was trying to do something a little bit more uplifting because martyrs was so Bleak and dark. Can I just throw something in that is? Do you think martyrs was uplifting? No, I said this. You think this? Oh, compared to martyrs, these kids get yeah. I mean, according to the movie, they're happy. You're right. It's better. The artist who's whining about like sucks for the parents, but you're right. At least it's it's a different. Okay, it's like I think this analogy might actually fly. It's like what made Hostel Two interesting. Right? Was that it was about the mindset of the people who were going over to like engage in this industry where they get to kill people and whatever. And I thought that was actually, to follow them was really interesting because you're seeing these people who are, like, human and what kind of, like, mental, you know, like, aerobics they kind of have to go through or whatever to, like, get to the point where they can believe that this is an okay thing. And, and that was, that was the, the question wasn't, should we have places like, like the place in Hostel? Maybe we should. <laughs> like, that's not, no, of course not. And that's not interesting. That's not, a, that's, no. But the fact that there is sort of a human instinct in that direction, that people might choose to behave in ways, you know, either metaphorically or whatever, that can resemble that is an interesting thing to think about. What allows somebody to think that? What allows them to do that? And what, 
Like, those are all interesting questions. And in those cases, it was the same kind of thing. It's like, no, we shouldn't go relocate all the children of poor people. But the the ideas behind that mindset, I mean, it could be interesting had anyone gotten into that. Now that's... Right, or the people who would, like, try to buy kids exactly. out yeah, of... Yeah, like, what, where, what instinct does that come from? And there's probably some good there. There's, and there's, the, like, the, that argument, it's not that it comes from a terrible place. But it's it comes from a, a, a you know like having blinders on kind of like you're only focusing on certain aspects of what does that say mm-hmm. about humanity and what does that mean and, and what does that say about how we as a, you know a group of people whatever deal with other problems and like if there are interesting things that you could talk about with regards like the question is not should it happen to make that more interesting would be question of degrees right. Yeah. And there were no degrees here. Because the degrees are... And to, to a bigger point, I think that's an example of a bigger point, which is what I keep hearing you say, which I, th- I think actually underlies a lot of what we both said, is there was no struggle. Everybody was just doing whatever they were doing. And I, I, I guess I mean emotional struggle. Mm-hmm. There was logistics yeah, struggle, yeah. Sure. but there was no... And in Martyrs, there was... So even though it was may have been detached and, like you said, sort of these other things that, I guess, particularly detached, there were struggles because it was, uh, I can't remember the girl's names, but this girl, how do I help this other girl? And I've helped her so yeah. much and I don't know how to stop her. Do I yeah. stop her? Yeah, because exactly. that's, yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I love yeah. her, but I don't know if my love is how to love her in a way that's actually going to help her. Right. And... And all of that was right. all of these emotional, internal, like really profound, what do I do here? I don't know what the right answer is. There is no right answer, but we watched these folks go through this. And there were no, there was none, there was none of I that, exactly I don't think, right. in the whole film. Yeah. With the exception of, I guess, Jessica Biel at the end was supposed to be torn about, she wasn't that torn because yeah. she did it all. Yeah, yeah. I hear exactly. In that issue, like what you're bringing up about martyrs, one of the best scenes in the movie, I think, was right at the beginning when, when the family gets killed, right? And you're like, horrified, because it's awful. And then later you kind of start thinking back, and it's like, oh, wait a second, how old was that kid when this, okay, like now it makes right. sense. And then like this whole issue of culpability and, you know, what makes somebody kind of good or bad, and did they, like, deserve it, or did they not? And, like, and even when, like, you know, just when people are being tortured and you've got the guy coming down to, to beat her up or to whatever and then you see him kind of again like hostile too like right go back to his normal life or what's that mental transition for somebody between how do you justify doing this kind of thing to somebody else and like he said getting to see that interpersonal kind of emotional struggle but here so here the struggle was supposed to be <laughs> you're right her or, well her struggle was supposed you... to be what do you do when you see all this poverty See, I think the struggle is, is is this a good idea? And that's where I think the film is totally misguided. Oh, because I agree. What else is it? Well, what else is the struggle? They pre- they're like almost pre- I think they're like presenting her. That's the thing is we don't watch her like. I don't know. We don't watch her look at whoever she thinks the next victim or the next kidnapped kid is going right. to be, and there's uh, there's problems in the home but then there's like a moment of exactly love yeah and she thinks ah oh, 
Exactly. Do I take this kid? Do I not? Exactly. That kind of thing. I don't no. see any of that. No, absolutely not. She's just, she is the argument for, let's okay. do it. And then we've got, I guess the obvious arguments for, no, don't, that sucks, I want my kid. Right. And then we've got the kid at the end who kind of poses this question of, like, is this better for me or not? Like, I really do think it is. Not to overbeat that horse, but, like, that it's really just structured around the question of, is this a good idea? What a shallow way to approach that topic, because there's interesting stuff there, but it's, it's, it's exactly like, you don't, you don't, you don't make hostile and then have the point be like, hey, should we be able to kill people for cash? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of interesting psychology going on in there, and that's not the interesting part, because no, the answer's no. <laughs> like, so isn't this, so the, so the other or uh, something I was thinking is this then is a very is essentially a neoliberal argument. The system is broken down. The bureaucracy doesn't yeah. doesn't operate efficiently, and so what do we have to do? We have to solve these problems individually by ourselves without any sort of sure, yeah, overarching they, system. Yeah, and so the and so we get to decide. We get to do that. We get to go in and say we've got money and connections and these people don't so and money is solves everything so right. we're just free market <laughs> essentially right oh well and free market because you can pay us and we'll do this and we'll take care of them and then we'll kick them on down yeah. to you and it's all fine because they have lots of things regardless of love uh -huh. right or whatever well he didn't even take the cash because it's not about the money right it's just well, about it's about restructuring society i suppose which is so because you know he's french and you know yeah. they have at least from what i hear things like healthcare and <laughs> child services and i don't know yeah. i'm sure there's problems there but they don't did you see that they don't have the un coming to france to talk about the crushing poverty of this industrialized country. Did you see that? No. So, uh, the, so one of the like main people from the UN who documents poverty around the world came to the US and was like, the US really loves it when we go around the world and talk about the poverty. Oh, wow. And he's and he went through the US and was wow. like, this is by far the most abject poverty in the industrialized world. Wow. And it's only gonna get worse, apparently. Anyway, this I just it was such a yeah, it was such a the system doesn't work, bureauc bureaucracy doesn't work, you need to figure yourself out. I yeah, it's, it, that is interesting though that he didn't take the money. Because that would seem to contradict the neoliberal well, the neoliberalism, everything should be solved with a free I mean, market. That's why that that's the question they were posing, I think, which is is this just better like is this is this the ethical thing to do i mean which is crazy so the middle person is kind of ethical who takes the kid and gives him to the next i think they what makes it okay is because the parent who takes over is wealthy and the parent who didn't was poor yeah yeah because it's a cycle so the way to get kids out of poverty is just to physically remove them from their families and give them to somebody else I feel like we tried that with Native Americans. I know, yeah, I was actually exactly going to say that. <laughs> and apparently they did it in Canada too. Native it's, populations. Which again makes, there's, there's, it, 
there are interesting things to be explored in that argument because it is a human instinct in a way to kind of go there a little bit, you know, to think like, oh, gee, maybe this Said is... instinct. Well, I mean, like, right? It's I'm like, sorry, I just, I, instinct is such a hard word for me. But usually that's because I'm reading dangerous instincts. <laughs> uh, but, go ahead. Sorry. This is when I'm a jerk to you. Is, see, I cut you off. I'm a jerk. I, I was actually, now that I think about what I was saying, I was saying the same things for the seventh time, so I guess I need to stop. Except that I think it's very true. It's very true. That there are interesting things to be explored in that, for that very reason, right? For the reason that... What's interesting thing is there? We're, we're, wait, you're, you lost me. I mean, there's, there's interesting psychology at play in the fact that the fact that people in multiple circumstances might repeatedly kind of go to this type of solution makes it an interesting idea to explore, not from the perspective of, should we do it, but from the perspective of, like, what is it what is it that makes people kind of opt for that route? You know, like, or what kind of, like I said, blinders do you have to put on to say that you think this is going to be effective? And, and what does that say about our way as a society of dealing with each other and of being able to humanize each other? And like, like they're, okay. they're interesting. I, I was just like, something other than just like sheer ethnocentrism and like elitism. Like, we are better than Native Americans, so we're going to take their kids and put them... Right. I mean, that's not, I mean, I'm sorry, that's that not very interesting, interesting to me. I mean, I guess it is interesting. It is, is, it is interesting in that it is baffling how self-righteous people could think that they are forever and just decide... I mean, again, if it's like... So, well... Okay, maybe I'll catch back. I was gonna say, how about this? I so what I was gonna say is that's interesting. If the situation that the child is in is somehow really dire, like it has to be, I would say it has to be bad because I'm all for social services, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. If there's real abuse going on, if there's not real abuse, I won't qualify. If there's abuse going on, if there is poverty to the point where there's no nutrition or health care, or, you know, these Christian scientists who just pray for their kid to get over mm -hmm. some infection or whatever, yeah, take the kid out of there. Absolutely. And if that had to mean some vigilante went in and did it, okay. So maybe that is a more interesting, maybe the Maybe folks who saw that or who saw Native Americans thought something like that was going on. I, I think my bias is that is I think those people thought, oh, those Native Americans don't have Jesus, so obviously they can't raise kids. So maybe some of that's there, but I, I was going to say uh, maybe not more depressing, but more of like polarized of a childhood shit is is bad mm -hmm. right like we're not eating enough but mom still somehow found i don't know a way to turn some junk into a place yeah, yeah. or something yeah, and have right. some love or whatever right. i still think we need to see mm -hmm. beal struggle uh, with yeah absolutely or which kid do i take i don't know it's, it's exactly yeah exactly yeah there's no there's no struggle and doing it after the fact didn't yeah. didn't do it for me. What? A, however much they did it after the fact that she was in the hospital. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm tempted to throw in just for the sake of getting it in here. Um, 
in this conversation I'm meeting with you, that the argument that I was making about your screenplay. Oh, and yeah. at the, you know, and saying that that's why I wanted your character to sort of get to choose at the end rather than you choosing oh, for her. Yeah. That like that's sort of exactly the same argument that you're making here. Here against an argument or against you know an argument you disagree with. So it's very easy to say you can't do that. But I think what I was trying to say was that even though this is like something that you very much believe, do you really have the power? Do you get to go in and choose for somebody else, which is essentially the same kind of thing? So again, there's interesting psychology here. Um, Yes, and, and I, just I can keep see that in mind point. next time we talk, and and I'm again pushing for her to get to you know marry the dude down the street and stay if she wants to. But that's why we can discuss that later separately. Later, okay. What what else with this film? That does it. Yeah. It I right. it was all right. Jessica Biel is, is very attractive. I don't... God, she, this did not help me think of her as a great actress. Yeah. She's mostly known for being hot, in, as far as I know. Nobody. The, the Nobody cop, was particularly believable. I don't know if they were bad actors or if they just didn't... Okay, an activist. It was... But it's, it's almost like it was stacked against them because the stuff they were supposed to do didn't make any sense either, so... You know, I will say uh, Biel did... I, I think actually, particularly with her monologuing, did did well, yeah. and I don't think there was a lot there for her to work work yeah. with. The grizzled cop was, I mean, he's he's he was kind of he had the look, but he just didn't. I don't know, I, I don't know, but it's it something didn't gel. I and I I, I increasingly find myself going to how would we have fixed it. Because I'm so worried that when we get a shot to do something, one of yeah. our screenplays, this is probably my nightmare. It's like, because I, I feel like, if I feel like we're in production and shit's bad, yeah. I would know it's bad. Yeah. I feel like we could just tell. But if it kind of seems like it's okay, up until we get to like cutting room, and then we're watching this, and we're like, I, I, I don't feel anything from these characters. But the problem is it's missing its ideological backbone, and our stuff won't be. The argument is what's missing. I mean, yes, and the acting in the whatever is a problem, but the bigger issue, okay. I think, well, that is that there's actually no substance isn't there. I mean, I think, I think what makes this notable is that it was by the guy who did Martyrs, and that's right. interesting to talk about, to compare it to Martyrs, to think right. about how this happened. Right. But in general, I, I feel like it would be pretty dismissible if it wasn't oh yeah absolutely I, I will say too I, I just because Martyrs is such an exceptional film I can appreciate it's four years yeah I I can appreciate maybe he was just I've got to make it to the movie yeah. to get past it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just you know it, okay this isn't I this isn't my epiphany movie like Martyrs was that I just, yeah, you know, I was struck by lightning. Yeah. I've got to make another movie because i got to keep moving forward with my life. Yeah. This is, okay, I got something. I ground it out. It's reasonable. Let's get it done. Let's get it made. It, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And now I have yeah. that. Everybody sat and waited for me to do something else. All right, now I can breathe a little bit and, mm -hmm. and figure out what my next move is. Right. Maybe. I, I just. Yeah, I mean. 
Because other, because I can see myself just sitting there like, oh, it's this epic <laughs> right. classic. Right. I'm never gonna do that again. Right. Which I guess I'm just gonna quit. You know, That's where you just make like a major genre switch or something. Yeah. Like, I nailed that. Right. Do this. <laughs> right. I mean, that would be the only other solution. I, yeah. I, I was, yeah, you were going to say something else. I was going to look and see if he had made anything. But just that on a personal level, I totally agree with you. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad having this conversation as though this person's ever going to hear anything we say about him. But, like, I, I just feel like um, Martyrs was a hugely high bar. A hugely high bar. And this was fine. I mean, it, it looked nice. I will say, even starting at the beginning, I was like, oh, I can see the talent just yeah. in what it looks like. And stuff. Yeah. So that was that was nice. It never felt never felt crappy in that way. Like, no. You know, it, it, it was kind of pretty in a way, even though, like you said, the mood wasn't set right. But the actual, like, just the shots and things. Like, I think the music would have improved nice. that a lot. Different music. Yeah. It just, it, it, it seemed like a weak base. And I know he wrote it as well. But it just it seemed like it just wasn't you could do the best you can with it in terms of directing and whatever and it, it wasn't terrible. No, it still wasn't. It was totally yeah. watchable if it weren't It's like our bar we want it to be something notable and I don't think it was notable. No. No. No, I don't think it was I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Which is sad for him, just personally speaking. I mean, he made a movie yeah, before. Be oh, it's gotta be tough soon enough. He made a movie before Martyrs. Oh really? House of Voices, two thousand four. Maybe we should watch that. Maybe we should. And then Martyrs two thousand eight. So he's made a movie every wow. four years. Wait. And then he's got a TV series. And then twelve and then now it's seventeen, so Oh he directed one episode of the T V series. Upcoming projects. Next yeah. next year. Really? Production status. Completed, not yet screened. Incident in a ghost land. That could be interesting. Yeah. We have high hopes for you, Mr. Yeah, yeah. High, high hopes. Oh, that was the other thing. The Odysseus book? Oh, yeah. I, look, I was looking at that up for a second. Because I thought there was something about... I mean, I can't remember. I don't remember Odysseus. I struggled so much to read that book. But what do they say? The husband goes away, and the wife, Penelope. So uh-huh. Odysseus goes away to fight some okay. war, Trojan War, Peloponnesian War. I don't know, whatever, something. Uh, you never read Odysseus? Never read And she stays behind, and she's like, I don't know, the or whatever she's super desirable all these suitors come and hit on her she comes up with all these ways to avoid them there's nothing about kids and so all I could I was just like if that's the only reference is the husband went away Mm -hmm. and wife stayed behind then that's the book you chose to have her read and like yeah. Show the yeah, cover. Right, right. So I uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll do a little bit more look, looking. See if there is some. I I have some vague memory of there being something going on with kids in that. Uh, but it's a. I mean, it's an epic, right? Everything happens. Just something happens mm-hmm. with everything. But anyway, I just thought that was odd because you know yeah, I always yeah, want right. that kind of shit. 
That and there was like droopy dog in the in the in the girls' room, and I was like, and Raggedy Ann, and I and I was just those don't do anything for me symbolically. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted to be there, but <laughs> something. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, we have a big. Eh, it's fine. I'm glad we saw it. Uh, I have watched the documentary The Slender Man, which is somewhat, I, there's some kind of probably connection here if for no other reason than marketing. Laura has not seen that yet, but I think if I had to watch one of these two movies again, I would watch Slender Man. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure I, I mean, it, I don't have any interest in this anymore. It was, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, thank you, as always. If you actually listen to all of this, we totally appreciate it. Uh, CollectiveNightmares.com. And we will be back with more at some point. Right? Yeah. All right. Laura stayed up late again. <laughs> her, I can no longer her, question her commitment to the podcast. Yeah. All right. All right. I will let you go. You are a true trooper.